We are having a baby. <laughs> That's how we starting it out. Welcome to the Creator's Way at Home. I am Bruce Briggs. And I'm Dee Dee. And we are having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is really crazy and insane. But it's happening. We are here. You have asked for it. It is obviously <laughs> happening right now mm-hmm. uh matter of fact let me see if i can we don't need we don't need that we don't need that no, no. okay we don't need there's that. enough it's, pictures and it's it's fine it's totally fine okay <sighs> so how'd this happen oh <laughs> No, I, I thought I, you were there. <laughs> I thought you were there. I was definitely there. <laughs> Absolutely there. Um, but no. Uh, it's it's you... it's really it's if this sounds like we are, um, you know, still kind of speechless, still kind of like what is going on. It's because every single day since we found out that I was pregnant, it has been us looking at each other saying, I can't believe this is actually happening. Is actually. Happening. Like, I can't believe that we're here. Yeah. It's been really, it's been mind blowing to me, even though, you know, people will say, you know, y'all are married. Y'all were doing what married people do. We'll get into the story of why it's mind blowing to me, yeah. but I just want y'all to know every single day, it is a shock to wake up and um, having to prep myself to roll out of the bed because at this point I am rolling out of the bed and to uh, get to the bathroom mirror and see stomach <laughs> rounded out, you know, with a baby moving around in it. Yeah. It's, it's a shock every day. I mean, cause I haven't, it's been, has it been a couple, it's been a couple of weeks, right? Since I've actually seen you. Yeah. The, yeah. We saw each other two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And your belly was not <laughs> this two weeks ago. Yeah. So that's, that was really insane to, you know, walk in. Yeah. And be like, wow, honey. Yeah. Like, you've grown which yep. you know is a is a whole thing um because i of course we've talked about you know having a baby we've talked about not having babies yes we've went uh, back and forth went, on went it back and forth and uh so to catch everybody up um when we first got together mm-hmm. it was no I'm it not was having any a more babies. hard no. I'm not it having was the hardest babies. no I could ever come up with. Yeah, I'm not having any more babies. This is it. You know, the Lord gave us two beautiful, amazing, you know, girls. Yep. Um, of course, I came in as bonus dad, insta dad. And um, that's that's really kind of where it was. And I was just like, okay, I don't, There's there's nothing... I literally, I didn't fight you on it. Right. I just said, okay, I yep. know that that's where the stance is and that's what we're doing. Yep. And it just came to be that. And so now to go from there to probably maybe two or three months later, mm-hmm. it was 
we were in the middle of a conversation and I don't even know, I don't know what you were thinking about or anything, but you were just like, I could give you one. And I was like, wait, what are we talking about? I I don't know if we were talking about something, but it was not the conversation of babies. And you just came out and was just like, I can give you one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you can give me one what? And she was like, I mean, you know, a a baby. I'll give you one baby. And I was like, okay. And then maybe a few months after that, it was, honey, I'm having dreams about two babies, a boy and a girl. Mm -hmm. Um which was insane even in that part because it was like a lot of dreaming you didn't necessarily do. You really just kind of, you know, slept. So Uh going from the hard no to five and a half weeks pregnant when we find out is Uh wild. So um, a lot of you, of course, some of you, a lot of you have probably seen the video of us finding out that Didi was pregnant. Um, and I am not embarrassed by it whatsoever because it is what it is. It is. Those it, no, were it my is. thoughts. Those were my feelings. <laughs> and we going to respect my feelings because they're valid. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. So that's not a thing. Um, but I brought that up because, like I said, most of you um, have seen the video and it was amazing and it's funny and it's and it's it's great. Um but the backstory to that, a lot of you don't know. So I felt like we could basically give them the backstory yeah. of what uh, weeks, I guess, prior, <laughs> yeah. you know, pretty much um, pretty much were and what you were kind of dealing with yeah. in that as well. So... Basically, what happened was I went on tour in November of um, 22. It was the continuation of the Kingdom Tour from the summer with Kirk Franklin and Mav City. And during that tour, the type of singer that I am, if it is a two hour and 20 minute show, I am on stage two hours and 20 minutes. I will go off and get water like from the side or whatever. But for the most part, I don't leave stage at all. And so uh, one particular night we were in Greensboro, um, South Carolina, I believe. And I... Greensboro? If it's Greensboro, it's North Carolina. If it's Greenville. Oh, it was Greenville. It was Greenville. That's what it was. So um, I am on stage. I started getting real hot. And then I was like, Mm-mm, something ain't right. So I went off stage, got some water, but then I felt very nauseous. And so I was like, okay, I don't know what this is. And so I couldn't finish the show. Now, the best part about it is we have pretty much got through all of the show. So I wasn't like missing a whole lot, but I definitely missed like the finale and all that stuff. So after that, you know, people started talking on tour like, oh, you know, Dee Dee is pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I'm not, I'm not. And at the time, I really was not. But um, December comes and I am flying back and forth between Vegas and Dallas and I'm just not feeling right. Right. I'm not feeling right. Um, I'm having a lot of days where I'm just like not getting out of bed because, you know, I'm super exhausted, which anybody that knows me for real, for real, know I love to be in the bed. If I could be in the bed all day, every day, that's exactly what I would do for sure. with my life. For sure. I am completely content when I am in my bed <laughs> and I welcome any judgment that anyone has with it because I really don't care. Um, so I uh, was just super, super tired and, um, you know, and for those of you that are listening I am a woman of a particular age, 40 to be exact. (laughs) And so, um, 
you know, the things that we are going to talk about right now is things that 40 year old women have to contend with. So I have been a very regular girl when it comes down to my uh, menstrual cycle. I have been very regular since I started my cycle. And so this particular month in December of 22, I was on my cycle the first week of December. And then what was it? 13 days later, I came back on again. And I was just like, hold on, what in the world is this? I've This has never happened to me. So um, I started Googling women. <laughs> I started Googling <laughs> women over 40, two periods in a month. Google never said nothing about pregnancy. Never said nothing about pregnancy. All it kept saying was menopause, pre-menopause, menopause. So I was like, okay. Let's go ahead on and get this menopause train going, okay? I'm going to make an appointment with the doctor because I don't know what you're supposed to do at the beginning of menopause or whatever. <laughs> so I go and I make an appointment with a doctor in Vegas. And when it asked why I was wanting to come in, I said, it is, you know, it's it's uh, pre-menopause or menopausal symptoms. And so my I made the appointment in December, but the appointment wasn't scheduled for another month out. Mm -hmm. So I go the whole month of January and Bruce keeps asking me, honey, do you want to pee on a stick? And I'm like, no, I don't need to pee on a stick. I know my body, blah, blah, blah. And I just want y'all to know that I didn't know anything. I knew not (laughs) one thing. So we get to the day of the appointment and we pull up to the doctor's office. And when we get out the car, when we're getting ready to walk into the door, I said, what if these folks tell me I'm pregnant? Yep. And we both was just like. Just laugh. We laughed Yeah, it we off. laughed it, it off. It was nothing major. Yeah. I was just making a joke. Right. right? And but, but before all of this happened, we had kind of gotten to the point where it was like, if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, we're not going to be mad about it. Right. Like. We're going to go on with our life. The girls are, you know, of legal age now. They're not really with us a lot anyway. We're going to be okay with it just being the two of us. We rocking and rolling. We're good. Yeah. So we get into the doctor's office and they check me in, call me back. And the lady, uh, the medical assistant is asking me all these questions. She's going through, you know, vitals and all that stuff. And she's saying, you know, your blood pressure is great, blah, blah, blah. So then she said, you know what? Let's just do a urine sample just in case. I was like, I'm good with that. I'm totally fine. It is not going to be an issue, whatever. So do the urine sample. She tells me to undress from the waist down. And she said the doctor will be in in a minute. It wasn't two minutes later before that woman came back in the room and said, (laughs) "Um, the doctor said, go ahead and get dressed. She's not going to do an exam on you today. And I said, hold on. Why are you not going to do an exam (laughs) on me when I told y'all why I'm here? Like, I need answers as to what's going on. And she said, well, your urine sample came back positive. And I looked at Bruce and I said, they can test for COVID with urine. <laughs> and at this point, Bruce has caught on to what is going on because he pulls his phone out and he starts recording. And I'm like, he's like, babe, I don't think that's what she's saying. And I'm like, that gotta be what she's saying. There's no <laughs> way in the world she's telling me what I think she's telling me. And so I go back and forth with this woman, like, you got it mixed up. You messed up the samples. I don't know what's going on with you. You already told me this is like your second day here. You don't, I mean, I am going off. And then that's when the video that we posted picks up. Yes. Because at this point, I am for real, for real in shock. Like there is no way. And before anybody says, well, like we said at the beginning, y'all are married. Yeah. We all know how much y'all like to enjoy each other. Right. This is something that should have been expected, but no, it should not have been expected because my history is I had my first daughter when I was 18, got pregnant with my youngest daughter right after that. Like literally, I think Tarion may have been like five months when I got pregnant with Trinity. Yeah. And then from then on, I had, you know what I'm saying, some pregnancies where, you know, I suffered some miscarriages. I had an abortion. Like, it, was, it there were things that were going on. But in I hadn't been pregnant since 2006. Right. Right? So 2006 comes and 
or actually I'm leave, we're, we're going out of 2006. I'm about to get married in 2007. And there was no talk of me having any more children because I really did feel like after Trinity, I was done. Like, I was like, yeah, no, nah, th this one right here has, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, th this, this might be it for me. Well, in 2009, my um, ex-husband and I had talked about possibly trying for a boy. And so we, you know, we started the, basically the, you know, we just basically started actively kind of like trying after nothing happened for about a year, after nothing happened about a year, I decided to have a fertility workup done. And the doctor did the exam and everything. And, you know, there's a procedure that they do where they um, inject this dye into your uterus to see if the dye is going to go through your fallopian tubes. And if it goes through your fallopian tubes, and that means your tubes are not blocked and you're, you're in good, you know what I'm saying, standing to, to at least move to the next step, which right. would be something like artificial insemination or whatever. So when he did the test on me, the dye did not go up my tubes. He said, your tubes are blocked. So the next step is we can do a surgery that will clear your tubes, but... Uh, once we do that surgery, you don't have a big window to get pregnant. So if you're going to do this, like y'all need to do this right now. Well, at the time that we had all of that stuff done, I, unbeknownst to me, my grandfather was about to pass away. So the day that I went in for my pre-op uh, lab work and all that stuff is the day that my grandfather passed away. And so that was August 10th of 2009. And then I had my surgery on Thursday of that week. My grandfather's funeral was going to be the following Sunday, um, August 16th. So I have the surgery on that Thursday. And then I have to go home to Arkansas for the funeral. Well, between the time that I had my surgery and the time that I get down to Arkansas, there were some things that happened. And so I made it up in my mind. Yeah, no, I'm not having no more kids. I had this surgery basically for nothing. And so um, I never thought about it again. The doctor told me the last words that he said to me was, if you don't get pregnant in this window, the scar tissue in your tubes are, is going to grow back and I'm not going to do another surgery because I just feel like it's too risky. The next step for you would be IVF. I looked up the cost of IVF. <laughs> I don't, I don't knock nobody that goes that route. But as for me, I am not about to pay all that money to bring a child here and then got to pay all this money to raise the child as well. It's never that deep to me. I'm sorry. It's just, I'm good. Right. So I was completely against IVF. And so I was okay. At that point, right. I kind of felt like the doctor has told me I can't have any more children unless right. I do it with the help of science. Right. And I'm okay with that. Let's just move on with our lives Fast and that forward. That was your mindset then. That was my mindset then. Let's be very clear. Yeah, that was that my was mindset, mindset then. then. Yeah. Um, even now, though, like mm, I'm a what skip. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, is for for you. Yeah, as far we as we have being, people that are dealing yeah, with IVF yeah, 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 and, stuff yeah, like and that. that's so what I'm, I'm saying. Sure if you, if I don't knock nobody yeah, that's going through that, that. it's great. just not the route for me. Yeah. I'm not interested in going that route because, and a lot of the people that we know that are having fertility issues or whatever, they don't have any children. Right. I was already, by the time Bruce and I met, my children were already what? 14 and 16? Yeah. 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 Trinity's about to be 21. Yeah. So yeah, my children were already up in age. I was okay. Like my life was at a place where I was just like, I can go through the rest of my life without having any more children. And that's where I was. Yeah. So um, fast forward, you know what I'm saying? Seven, eight years. <laughs> Bruce and I meet. We, I asked, you know, in the beginning, one of the very first questions that I asked him was, do you have any children? He told me no. no. And I said, okay, cool. Because, you know, no tea, no shade. But I'm really not trying to deal with nobody, with no kids. I'm not interested. Right. So when we talked about not having children, I was so hard pressed to say no 
because there were a lot of different things going on in my head that was just like, I really don't. It was real crazy stuff. Like I was telling, you know, my mom last night, I didn't want to have any more children because I didn't want to have to explain why this child has a different father from this, you know right, what I'm saying? From right. like, especially because I knew that, you know, the girls were going to be older. I didn't want the new baby coming along and, you know, asking why the girls call you this, but then they're calling you this, you yeah. know? So I, I wasn't interested in none of that. It was real. It was almost like if I can use the term, uh, vanity, it was more so like I just didn't want to deal with what it looked like. Yeah. Right. So, you know, when we when we found out, the shock was I've literally been out here living for all of these years. Okay. Yeah. And you're telling me all of a sudden now <laughs> my tubes are unblocked and a and an egg was able to come through here. What is going on? Like it's it's that's the shock for me is that when you've been told you can't do something and you would have to go this other route, and then all of a sudden things happen, just happen, and the baby is healthy. Yeah. And there's nothing going on. Like, and then on top of the fact that on that video, I kept harping, you know what I'm saying, my age, because even though I know there are women that have children and they have perfectly healthy children over the age of 40, I I didn't necessarily want that to be my testimony. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Cause like our oldest daughter is 22. 22. <sighs> This is actually kind of ghetto. It's really crazy. It's kind of, it's it's, really... it's just, a, it's, it's a little bit, it got a little bit of ghetto on it. Just a little bit because I'm thinking about it and I'm like, when this baby is 10 in the fifth grade, yeah, Tarion is going to be in her 30s. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a whole generation gap. Oh yeah. It's a whole generation yeah. gap. And so that's been the shock. That's that's definitely been the shock along you know, along with other things that have happened and just in, you know, our lives and all of like all of this was I was telling uh Didi today or this morning was just God just be doing stuff and I just be going with whatever God is doing yeah. because obviously there are things that we wanted and it didn't turn out that way. Mm -hmm. There's been things that we, you know, prayed for and God didn't necessarily give it to the, to us at the time. And mm -hmm. then now, you know, mm -hmm. I'm saying we're having, so it's, and it's not just baby stuff, but just what I have learned is we don't control any of this. Mm -hmm. And he is the master controller <laughs> he is the architect he is the man yeah. and you just have to live in a trusting state forever yeah because we literally don't control anything and i think a lot of the the shock along in battle too um especially with with somebody who like you who likes to control your own narrative I, because right. I, I can't i won't say that you're a controller because you're not trying to control other people exactly so it's you but trying to control your own narrative and your own life and yeah. you know all of that that's the hard part that's yeah. the part of being like wait i can't even control what i have going on with me mm -hmm. you know um and so this has been a journey just to be able to have a place where we're married. I'm that's still a, you know, a thing, even though it's, you know, three years going on four, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Later it's man, I'm okay. I'm married. That was something that I've been wanting to do for a long time since I was 12 years old, you know, and then going from the, the thing of us having a bait or not, gonna have babies mm -hmm. to now this being the thing it's just like okay all right lord so what else what what else is going on you know what 
key phrase by my guy Joe Hibbs, rest in peace. But anyway, like what else? What what else is what else is coming? But the crazy thing about this is everything that we have prayed for and that we have talked about um in the beginning of our relationship and throughout our relationship, God has literally been, you know, giving us and 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 he's in his own time in his own time and you look up and it's like oh we and then we we reflect on that you know a lot and i'm 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 very grateful i'm grateful to that this happening i'm grateful that it's happening you know Mm -hmm. with you and um it's it's so wild that this is that this is happening because of like you said it wasn't something that was supposed to happen you right. know and the 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 miracle if you will would you know be that um so i'm 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 very 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 grateful um for yeah. and you know it's a it's a shock to me because you just never know you know what i mean you know you wanted something so bad You've seen kind of like your life, you know, you've always thought about the things, you know, um, like I was telling her this morning, uh, I used to work at Disney World in uh, in Florida and there was a Cirque du Soleil show um, called Lanuba at the time. It was there and I was, um, you know, seeing the show. And I was just like, man, it that would be dope. You know, I wonder what that would be like to work for Cirque du Soleil. And it was just a thought. I mean, I was literally working at Disney. I wasn't doing music at the time. I mean, I had kind of taken off. I've been doing music all my life. But for those years that I lived in Florida, I was not doing any music. And I was just working at the parks. And I was like, man, I wonder what it would be like to work for Cirque du Soleil. And 11 years later, mm-hmm. <laughs> I get a call, you know what I mean, to work for Cirque du Soleil. Um, and I'm just like, okay, I've wanted to be married for a long time. Um, and it took me a long time to get married because I just didn't want to mess it up. I didn't want to do it with the wrong person, mm-hmm. you know, and... It happened, and she will tell you on our wedding day, um, because I also worked for a uh, backline company, um, production company at the time, and all of my jobs were setting up concerts and 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 setting up backline and instruments and and all of that, and setting them up during the show making sure that they were good after the show breaking them down packing it up taking it back to the warehouse and that's what i was doing so my mind even on our wedding day uh was that we were you know honored and to have my company be a part of that and and i was working that day i helped Mm -hmm. set up gear and all of that and i was just doing it the next thing i know it was 6 30 (laughs) <laughs> and my guys uh shout out to jared was literally like yo it's 6 30 yo wedding starts at seven and i was just i was so worked up that i did not even realize that it was my wedding day mm-hmm. until i'm literally standing in the aisle and Dee, Dee is walking towards me and i literally snapped out of it and said oh my gosh i am getting married right now (laughs) crazy 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 and and that's basically the shock of it because it's man i've wanted to do this i've wanted to have this and now it's happening Mm -hmm. and that's the same feeling that we have right now with a baby coming into the world yeah a piece of this is you know telling 
the the this story um but also to be able to reveal <laughs> what we are having <laughs> so we take a moment and watch this <laughs> You'll find out. <laughs> Enjoy. Are we doing the gender as a secret today or are we all finding out? What are we doing? We're finding out for sure. Yeah. Okay. Finding out. We're finding out. Okay. Yeah. What do you think it is for real? For real? I think it's a boy. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? I do. I think I think it's a boy, but I I don't have this maternal thing that's like, no, I feel like I don't, I think that I, because I want it to be a boy so bad that that's what I'm going with. It is what it is, and we definitely we just want a healthy, healthy baby. Yeah, sure. man, yeah. raising another daughter is scary as I don't know what mm -hmm. in this day. Look at how long this baby is already. You feel the legs tucked up underneath the little wall back there? <laughs> It out. We should figure it out. Figure it out. All right, y'all gotta close your eyes. Okay. You got it. Okay. Oh, you open So, you know what? Okay. So the thing is, first, I am just happy that she is okay, that she's good. You know, uh, like I said before, with my age being a situation for the medical professionals, I had to go through a lot of just a lot of stuff so that they can make sure that the baby is okay. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we've had the blood work done, all of that stuff. Baby is baby is fine baby is actually uh kicking me right now um uh so you know the the baby is fine and everything um but when you when you first find out that you're pregnant depending on where you go your doctor's office will sign you up for a baby app just so that you can help like track your things you know if you want to put your symptoms in there and all that stuff and so you know me this is it's been 20 almost 21 years since I've given birth so I, um, I be going all through the little community and looking at the different questions <laughs> that the people, uh, ask and stuff. And so I, I saw a question, uh, or the subject of a, a question that said gender disappointment. And I'm like, what in the world is that? And so I go in and they're talking about, or the post, the poster was saying how she was, she already had uh, two boys and a girl, and she was really, really, really hoping for a girl so that she could have two of each, but found out that she was having a boy, and she said that she had basically been bawling out of her mind for the past three days and just didn't know how to get over it. I was reading it like, what? Because <laughs> I didn't know that this was a thing, yeah. right? So for me, yes, because of the fact that I already have two girls, it would only make sense that I would want to have a little boy. However, I am not one of those people that go crazy over the over things that I can't control. Right. Once I accept, once once the decision basically has been made for me, especially if this is not a decision that I can make myself, once the decision has been made for me, it don't take me long to get over what it is that I have to deal with. And so for me... Um, I started immediately looking at the bright side of what this is. I already know how to 
take care of a girl. Right. I know how to change a girl's diaper. I know how to comb little girl's hair. I know how to shop for little girls. Um, I know how to do all of those things. Yeah. So I'm not having to get to, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about the, you know what I'm saying, little boys peeing in my face. Stuff like, it's <laughs> things like that. I know how to potty train a little girl, you know? Right. So I think for me, um, it's one of those things where, I'm just accepting what God is allowing. And I really just want to have a healthy baby. Yeah. Um, and that's really what it what it is. It's yeah. uh I don't know, but there's no disappointment though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, like I, no. I would not describe the feelings as disappointment. It's just, man, wish it it would have been what we wanted, but come on, I have to, I have to be okay with what God is doing. Absolutely. Cause what else am I going to do? Right. Not be okay. And he know, you know, he knows, he knows best. I think that that's a, that's a thing. There's things that have happened, you know, in our lives mm -hmm. that, um, and I mean, I don't know if you want to say anything about this or whatever, but there's things that have happened that the Lord has basically revealed to us why, you know, our, our daughter is, is, is on the way, Yeah. you know? And when you, when you have that, because he knows, he knows not disappointment because right. that's not what it is, No. but he knows why in certain cases you want that or you want that gender or that, you know, child, whatever. And, it's just like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. This is another thing mm -hmm. that we wanted. Yeah. And he was just like, no, I'm going to give you what you need mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. Um, and so um, if you are a believer, you get it. If you are not, this is the way that we live. So that's just, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. just that. Um, uh, but he literally is doing something um for our family and for us that is just it's needed it's needed yeah. at this time um and what i thought we needed was you know the boy for other reasons and family and legacy and you know whatever um but god said hey yeah. <laughs> you know, this is this is this. And so the fact that he did that and there's peace, you know, about it and that's when you know this is right. Yeah. I don't I didn't have any I didn't have any crazy um I didn't ha I didn't have any opposing feelings when she told us that it was a girl. Yeah. Like it was just like because truth be told, I think I kind of felt like it was going to be a girl from the beginning. But I think because I wanted it to be a boy so bad that I was kind of like not paying attention to my first mind. Yeah. But my first mind told me that this was going to be a girl. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, I've talked about, you know, my background when it comes down to uh, relating to men and especially like men in authority, um, specifically, you know, parents might relationship with my father uh was really 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 messed up um the last the, these last you know maybe like eight or nine years mm -hmm. um and recently um and I you know I hadn't I hadn't said anything about this publicly but uh first of all the situation between my dad and I was you know my dad sexually abused me at 13 um I felt like I had kind of gotten over it around maybe like 16 or 17. And so I started going back around him because I felt like I could handle whatever feelings that it was. Like I could handle any situations that had come up. And so him and I basically had a pretty decent relationship because I looked over what happened to me. So in my 20s, we were super close. Um, in my early 30s, we were super close. But then as I started to get older and really confront my feelings on the situation, it mm -hmm. was like, yeah, no, I should not have looked over this. And so when the the um, the situation regarding my abuse, when it went public, 
I had to cut off all communication, even though I had pretty much already done that maybe about a year before. Yeah. And so I had to cut off communication and I cut it off. Like, so I hadn't talked to him since um, the end of like 2017 or maybe like the middle of 2017. And so um, we found out uh, I was pregnant in January of this year of uh, 23. And then the we announced our pregnancy March the 1st. Yep. And then March the 2nd, uh, my dad passed away. And he passed away with no... there. For me, a lot of people would feel like the closure is... Or the, the, a lot of people would feel like I didn't get any closure right. because him and I did not have a conversation. We did not reconcile. There was no apology. There was no nothing. For me, the closure came when he passed away because at that point I felt like not only is this chapter closed, but this book is closed. Yeah, I don't have to go back and rehash none of my feelings on the matter. Um the way that I am is when I am done with the situation, I can talk about the details of the situation if it helps somebody else, but I'm never doing it to, I'm never doing it to heal myself. Right. That's, that's done. Like I, I feel like I've already accepted healing for what happened. Um, but more so it is, more so it is one of those things where I'm I was more concerned about how some of my siblings were taking it. Once I checked in with, you know what I'm saying, a few and they told me kind of like how they were, then it's just like, okay, you know, all I can do is kind of like be there if you want to talk, but I don't share a lot of the feelings that some of my siblings have about him being gone. Um, but what I felt like is with us finding out that we were having a girl. If you know my husband, you know how he is when it comes down to pouring into the people that's in his life. And so I really honestly feel like the reason why we are uh, having a girl is because not that she is coming here with any responsibility to heal anything, because I don't believe children come here for that. But I do feel like one of the gifts that we are given when it comes down to having children children is that they come here with a personality that just automatically attracts healing. Yeah. Right. So like, I feel like that's going to be this situation is just seeing my husband interact with this child that him and I made together is going to be healing for me in a lot of ways, because I, you know, in all honesty, I didn't have any of that growing up. I didn't have that whole I can run to my dad for protection. Um, I always look to my mom for yeah. protection. Yeah. I still look to my mama right now today <laughs> right now to for protection. <laughs> so <laughs> so I I and I and I don't discount how great mothers can be, but there would be no reason for fathers to be who they are if they didn't hold some type of weight, if they shouldn't hold some type of weight in your life. And so because I didn't have that, she's going to have that. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I'm grateful that I'm going to be able to see that God willing, I'll be able to live to see that relationship grow and watch Bruce be, you know, um, a dad from scratch, as we say, <laughs> from because, scratch. you know, he has been, uh, he has been Terry and Trinity's, you know, bonus dad for, you know, the past seven years. Yeah. And now getting to see him do it from the beginning, I think it's just going to be like really, it's going to be really special. So that's why I'm not upset about having a girl because I feel like I need to see this. I, I need to see it. And, you know, um, there are so many things that we have to confront and have to uh, sit with and really kind of like allow God to do what he's going to do with emotions and feelings um, and just heart posture when it comes down to having a child after it has been so long since you've had uh, children. You know, when I had my girls, I raised them out of almost sacrifice or not even necessarily sacrifice, but responsibility. Yeah, obligation. And obligation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this is what happened. This is what I did. 
I laid down and I had unprotected sex. And the result of the unprotected sex is I am now pregnant. And so I'm going to do what I need to do. And I don't want to, I don't want to abandon them. I'm not going to leave them for somebody else to raise. This is what I have to do. And so I feel like I'm coming from a different place now because I'm older and I know better. And so just as a woman and someone who is aware of herself, it is uh, a little sobering to think about, you know, um, not from a physical place. Like I don't care nothing about snapping back. I don't care about any of that, but I am more concerned with how I can how I can still respect both worlds with being a mom of older girls and then now being a mom to a newborn girl and to now a little girl that is, that's coming here that she doesn't deserve to take on anything else that I have had to deal with before, you know? So I think that's the the thing that I've been dealing with the most is uh, wanting to make sure that I, that I that I learned from any mistakes that I made with the girls because I understand that I made mistakes with them. Right. And I don't shy away from that at all. Like I am I'm a very accountable person. If you come and tell me I did something and it you didn't like it or you were offended whatever, I really do search myself to see where the offense was and I confront it and then I call myself fixing it as best I can. That is also why I have not stopped therapy since I first started going because I feel like I have grown so much in accountability, you know. So um I'm excited about a new I'm excited about a new challenge because that's exactly what this is. <laughs> I don't feel like this is gonna be a walk in the park, <laughs> but I also don't feel like it's gonna be as much as people are putting on it. Right. Cause we haven't because we haven't we just don't even see our lives in that from that lens. No. We don't see our marriage that way. No. We don't take on what everybody else says. Well, oh, you know, the first year of marriage is the hardest. Our first year of marriage was in a whole pandemic. A whole pandemic. And, and we the first were fine. Six months, nobody knew what was going on in 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 and we didn't we were scared to go outside. Everybody, the whole world was. So, you know, it. it to kind of even go, you know, on a on a tangent, like when it comes to marriage, marriage is what you make it. Mm-hmm. And I think that is in life, period. It's, you know, it's what you make it. And, you know, we just made it easier. Mm-hmm. We we had a lot of the hard conversations in the beginning of our relationship we've always had the hard conversations when it came to, you know, that, um, you know, having, uh, having the conversation about babies Mm -hmm. was, that's not an easy conversation. You know what I mean? And, and, and so, you know, when you, when you have the conversation of somebody who was saying that I wanted children and I wanted five children. And then it was like, well, somebody got to actually have these babies and go through. So, you know, I kind of cut that number down. Please cut but, it down. Uh, but I'm just saying. Cut it all the way down because, <laughs> but, no. But I'm just saying, as far as that was concerned, you know, that, and of course, I had put it in my mind to cut it down before I got with Didi. But, you know, to have that conversation and, and the woman that you love is saying no. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> nah, this is not, this is not happening. Wait. You know, it, <laughs> it's, Ooh. it's a, it, you know, it, it's a, it's a thing that you have to really understand and say, okay, well, regardless of that, I still love you, period. Yep. And I'm going to continue to move forward yep. and I'm going to continue to move forward and love you anyway and because, not have any resentment. Yes. You know what That's I mean? what I was about to say, because we did have the conversation where I was like, yo, if you're going to resent me in 10 years because I said no to having children, let's go ahead on and consider this right. a wash. Let's 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 just go our separate ways now. And we can we can appreciate the fact that we 
were able to love each other for the time that we did. Correct. And that these are things that are just not going to be negotiable for us. Because right. at the time, I really was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not having anything yeah. else. And that's what I'm saying. So it's it's and that's a hard conversation. That's a to hard have. conversation to have. And that's what I'm 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 telling y'all when we when we tell this story, mm -hmm. it it was it was not the beautiful Instagram couple story that you see or that some of you possibly think that it was with yeah. us being together. No. We did not do that. I'm not, I'm not saying that it was ugly or anything like right. that, but we came into the conversation of hard Com we we came into the that of hard conversations. We were having hard conversations from day one. Day one. Day I two. Day, never... day two actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But day two. That but that that was the thing. So it it wasn't that you know I met this beautiful girl and I was flirting with her and this that, and third or whatever. It was that, but it also was this is what I don't want. This is what I want. I don't know what I want in the, in the, in these cases from both of us, mm -hmm. you know, but we knew that we didn't have time to play games. Mm -hmm. I knew that the girls came with her. I knew that, you know, this is what it they and they weren't baggage. They weren't, you know, anything. This was just a part of the of the of the plan mm -hmm. is that I literally went from 1 to 4 immediately, you know. Um so us having that conversation and those hard conversations really kind of put us in the the challenge mode of saying, okay, do we take this on or do we not? And we continued to take it on, but we did not take it on separately or as two single people or single-minded people that were just coming in. You know, we took it as teammates. We yep. took it as uh, a couple we took it as spouses you know what i mean and saying no i'm gonna rock with you and you're gonna rock with me and this is it and i was not men i was not on her and you know oh the lord gonna change her mind oh god is gonna do or you know what i'm saying nah she's just saying that right now i took her for what she said i don't want to do this okay does that mean that i don't love you no I'm going to love you regardless because that's what unconditional love is. It's I'm not doing it because you're doing something for me or and if that was the case, if you decide that I don't want to be with this woman anymore because she's not going to do what I want her to do, then cool, that's on you. But that wasn't my stance. Mm -hmm. Um but even in that the Lord still, you know, put it upon her heart and still dealt with her. And a lot of the things that you that was happening, you said, OK, all right, this can happen. All right, this can happen. All right, I'll do. And I think that in that time, you know, like with the story we was telling earlier, that was the. The Lord softening. Yep. You know what I mean? I the agree. heart and opening your eyes and the, and the mindset of. Okay, it doesn't have to be this. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be this. Um, so you know, I'm I I I I went there, you know, to to bring it back around and saying, man, the challenge, the challenges, and the conversations and the things that we were having, even now, even having a nether child is still, it's still a challenge. It's still a mind and a thought, and you know, everybody's like, oh my god, are you excited? Are you and we are. Yep. And I can actually say we because she is really, really <laughs> excited about it, mm -hmm. which if you know my wife, you know that she doesn't really get excited for a lot of things. Excitement n might not be the right word. So just, you know, use that how you will when you ask her about being excited. But that might not necessarily be the right word, but we are excited you know, about it. But I instantly went into dad mode. I instantly went into businessman mode. Mm -hmm. I instantly said, okay, well, if this is happening, I need to do this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. But we have to still enjoy the moments that we, you know, are having. Um, 
and really working this out as a team because you do not get through this without having a team or working as a team. Right. You know, and so that's what we are doing. We are taking this day by day. Uh, we are absolutely shocked, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's definitely happening. And I am so honored to to do this from scratch. And, you know, um, yeah, I'm doing it with my homie. That's exactly what it is. That's the that's the cool part. I, that's that's how we that's how we do our marriage. Yeah. We we're homies and we're friends and you know, we kick it and so this is just another part of 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 showing, you know what I mean, that I get to do this life and this journey, you know, with my homie and and not just my best friend, mm-hmm. but you know, she's she's my homie and and I and I enjoy that and I'm going to enjoy that. Yeah. And um, it's it's it can be scary, you know what I mean. It can be it's all of the things. It's scary. It's exciting. It's challenging. It's the unknown. It, you know, it especially with uh, everything that's going on with you know schools and and all the other craziness yeah. that's happening right now you know shootings and all this other kind of stuff and you know do we homeschool do we not like there's a whole lot of things but i wouldn't want to do this with somebody who wasn't my homie or that wasn't my teammate or you know anything like that and that i wasn't really solid with so we're there and we're here and this is this is the next chapter This is the next chapter. Yeah. So we will be welcoming Raya. Raya. That's her name. Raya DeShell. We will be welcoming Raya in September. Yes. And, um, you know, it's looking like she's going to be a little, you know, a little Virgo. And we're going to, we're just going to see what we just, we're going to see what, what happens with this, but. Yeah, like we're, you know, we're happy about what's going on. And I am, um, I'm taking it day by day and I am not, uh, I am feeling my feelings. Uh, There are days when I get up and I, well, in the beginning of the pregnancy, that first trimester was taking me down. Okay. And I was just like, I hate this. (laughs) I hate this. I don't like the way that I feel. I hate this. But as I got um further along in the pregnancy i really started to settle into what it was that i was doing and i just didn't want to be an entitled woman when it came down to me doing what my body is supposed to do yeah um what my body what my particular body because i understand that everybody don't have this story and i think that's one of the reasons why i could not get behind the gender disappointment thing because there are so many women out here who want to have this opportunity to carry a child inside of them. And they're not able to do that. Me throwing it up in, in their face saying, I'm mad that I don't, that I'm not getting, you know what I'm saying? What I wanted to me, I just wasn't down with any of that. So um, yes, I had a hard time the first trimester, but I was still very much so, thankful at the end of the night we even started keeping like a little journal on our phones um on like you know in the notes basically just talking about our feelings on when we were going to sleep at night because a lot of times we would be apart yeah and so we're talking about like man you know we made it to nine weeks and man we made it to 14 weeks and stuff like that so um, we are, we're happy. Yeah. And, and we, that's, yeah, that's another thing. Like we're doing it. I we're, it's not necessarily long distance because we just have right, two right. residences yeah. and, and, you know, Didi has to be, you know, in Dallas a lot and, you know, I'm in Vegas more, mm-hmm. you know, so she's back and forth and I'm back and forth and, you know, obviously we're shooting in Dallas right yeah. now. <laughs> um, you know, so it, it, to get to that space, of doing this as we're traveling, as we're working, as we're back and forth and, you know, me not being able to see her every day. Um, 
you know, until later on, mm-hmm. you know, in the year, um, that is still a, a, a challenge and you want to be able to be there, you know, and I want to be able to be there. And it's hard for me at times because I'm like, man, my wife is pregnant and I'm nowhere, you know, around. Um, but even in that, we still make sure, like you said, the journal, we still make sure that we're connected. We still make sure that, you know, we are in a good place. Um, or even if we're not necessarily in a good place, we come together and say, hey, I'm not in a good place right now. Okay, let's talk this out. Yeah, it don't take us to the other end. Right. It basically brings us closer together like, okay, no, we need to talk about what these feelings are. Yeah. What What are you dealing with? Yeah. What am I dealing with? So how can we figure out how to get to a common place yes. with both of our feelings still being respected and still being, you know, held, like, you know, having space for them? Yeah. And I think that's the best part about doing this is so pe- so many people would say, you know, oh, that is real, like, you know, storybook, cookie cutter, whatever it, whatever it takes for me not to be in anything toxic, whatever it takes for me to... Whatever it takes for me to go to to go to sleep every night and wake up every morning and look at this man and say I can do another day with him is exactly what I'm gonna do. So if it looks cookie cutter, if it looks like I want my life to be something out of a Disney movie, then so be it. Because yeah. I've already done the opposite. Correct. And I'm not doing it again. Right. By no means. I'm never never doing that again. And I mean that, you know, when people say never say never, no, no, no. I've already experienced what I said I'm not going to do again. And I mean, that's what I'm not going to do. So yeah, we're, we're, we are doing everything, you know, kind of unconventional by today's standards, but it works for us. It works. And we're happy for us and we are happy. And that is the goal. This is not specifically just for the gram or, you know, anything like that. We are literally genuinely happy. And I believe that that's another reason why the Lord is giving us a baby and a baby girl in that space is just to be able to raise her in a space of happiness Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, you know, to be able to enjoy and not in turmoil or not in trauma or, you know, working through, you know, the things, um, but being able to be birthed in love mm-hmm. and happiness and joy and peace, you know, um, that is something that I'm I'm really, really grateful for. And especially some something that now, you know, our girls, our older girls are growing up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean into as well is the happiness and the peacefulness and the love um you know that we have and that's just that's what that's what we're living in and i think that even on that space they deserve that yeah to be able to if they didn't necessarily get it before now they know and they understand that even in their later you know year their older years that life can be happiness and peaceful and 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 you know loving and and spontaneous and all of that so yeah man we're just we're super 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 grateful and um like i said y'all wanted it y'all asked for it she is here she is on her way (laughs) september is coming so all the gifts, all the the things, send them, reach out, whatever. Y'all talk about this the community, baby. <laughs> this, you know, this it is it is what it is. This she is she is definitely our, our community baby, and we are grateful um for all of you who are being a part or who have been a part and yeah. are joining our journey um you know in this everything is everything is new from our relationship to us working together on the podcast to 
on the road to the baby. All of this stuff is new and you guys are definitely um, rocking with us and we really, really do uh, appreciate it. Um, if there's anything I believe that you guys want to see kind of furthermore, let us know. Um, uh, any questions or anything like that that you guys have, of course, always reach out. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's going down, guys. We are having a baby girl. We are having a baby girl who is clearly up. Yeah, she right she's now. up. She's up right now. I she's... mean, I mean, <laughs> up. Jeez. Yeah. Well, we love you guys, and like I said, this is the creator's way at home. The creator's way will be back next month. So we are excited to be able to do that. Let us know who you want to see on the show. Um, you know, Creators Way at Home is just me hanging out with my homegirl, um, my beautiful, gorgeous wife. Um, He's so sweet. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Creators Way is when we get to hop into these minds of these amazing creatives. So that will be back. Guests will be coming back on the Creators Way next month. Um, and we're we're really, really making sure that we get that to you. We apologize for not being uh, as consistent. We but have been busy. We've been, we've been okay? pregnant. This is what's been we've going been busy. on. Give us a pass, honey, <laughs> so, please. You know, we're going to get the things. We're going to get you guys the episodes that, you know, you, you need once it happens. So um, we love y'all. Thanks for the journey. Welcome, Raya. As she comes. <laughs> Receive her with Receive a hearty. Her. <laughs> Amen. Love y'all.